Breaking news as we begin our Wednesday morning Mike and John got it going on podcast. That was the breaking news. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to break into song. Yeah. So we, we uh, of course, are continuing our 2022 Mike and John Summer Splash Party right. on Friday. Right. Of course, we'll be at the Uptown Coffee House starting at 7.30 for the podcast. We'll have our Splash t-shirts to give away as you get a splash of coffee to start your day while supplies last. Look at this guy. See how I splash yeah. the coffee all, right. all over myself? <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that usually splashes John it. don't have a bib on. Yeah. Then our wet t-shirt contest happens in downtown Brighton. That's right. That's right. Mike, Mike and John's, John's wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we didn't even rehearse that. No. Fiverr. All right. All right. All right. So, so here's what we're explain. doing. All right. We're doing the dunk tank for uh, Ark Livingston between 4 and 5 during A Taste of Bright. That's right. This Friday. So a lot of great things are happening here. Raising money for Ark of Livingston, Ark Livingston, and our wet t-shirt contest. What? A wet t-shirt contest, well, you say? Well, that doesn't seem appropriate for it a family event. It certainly does not. No. But here's how it's going to work. Right. I'm going to be in the dunk tank. Right. Between four and five. Exactly. While supplies last, those who dunk me get one of our summer t-shirts. That's right. Our summer t-shirt giveaways for the uh, summer so splash party. He gets wet, you get, you get a t-shirt. That's yeah. right. I'm wet, you get the dry t-shirt. While supplies last. Right. So... At the dunk tank, it's uh, three three balls for five bucks. Right. Or you or can just do the, uh, what do they call Grand it? Slam? The Grand Slam? Grand Slam. Uh, something the, uh, like that. It's the splash or super splash. Yeah, or, right. 20 bucks, you run Whatever. up and you hit yeah. the target yeah. right. and I, go, I get wet. You right. get a t-shirt. That's right. Thus, our wet t-shirt contest. All right. And for everyone, uh, and that's for the people who show up. Now, people who donate online, because we're going to have a, we're going to be streaming this live on our Facebook page, and we will also have a live link to the ARC Livingston page. If you donate to Ark Livingston during our live stream between four and five, between four and five, uh, you will be entered into a drawing to win a three hundred dollar gift card from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. So that's all happening Friday downtown Brighton right. during a taste of Brighton. Lots of ways to win and help and join us in our wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, don't get the wrong they, idea. You know what? I, they just, really don't know this is coming. I, I just, yeah. But it's happening. People are going to show up. It's I a, heard there's a wet t-shirt kind of. Yes. Hey, calm uh, down there, Sparky. <laughs> a couple people right. walk, <laughs> walk out of Lou and Carl's <laughs> looking for the wet t-shirt. Right. Yeah. Can't no, help no, you there. No, no, no. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Right. And, and for a good cause. And speaking of Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, 
They're presenting our newscast this morning with John King. They are indeed. All right, here's what's going on. Details have emerged about plans for a new hospital to be located in Genoa Township. A proposal by Trinity Health to expand the St. Joseph Mercy Brighton Health Center into a full-service hospital went in front of the Genoa Township Planning Commission Monday night. The proposal seeks to build a four-story addition that would be attached to the rear of the two-story health center. It would allow for 72 inpatient beds and expanded emergency department and surgical services. They also included the potential for a birthing center. That's something that's not been present in Livingston County since 2010 when the previous center closed at St. Joe Mercy Hospital in Howell. Currently, plans are to open the new hospital by 2026, at which point it would replace the facility in Howell. The exact fate of that campus remains unresolved. The Planning Commission, which will make a recommendation to the Township's Board of Trustees about whether or not to approve the project, tabled discussion on the proposal Monday so concerns about traffic flow and stormwater management could be better addressed. Planning Commissioner Jeff DeHanens told Gigo News that another item on the agenda Monday night was a high-end 204 apartment project slated for Door Road in Grand River. It was suggested that they collaborate with Trinity's traffic study. Following a devastating fire last month that destroyed or badly damaged several businesses and buildings in Holly, and efforts underway to try and help rebuild Main Street Oakland County and Main Street Holly, an arm of the Holly Downtown Development Authority, have launched a crowdfunding campaign to help rebuild the historic Battle Alley section of the city following the six-alarm fire June 21st. The crowdfunding campaign will subsidize a variety of projects, including uh, facade grants to offset the costs and repairs to the surviving historic buildings, matching funds for grant applications for the long-term repair and restoration of infrastructure, street and sidewalk paving, building grants for new construction, and small business grants for those impacted by the fire. The restoration will also require the hiring of design professionals and replacement of community items such as public art, pedestrian furniture, flower containers, trees, and trash receptacles. You'll find details at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. Well, it's big, it's yellow, and it can legally stop traffic. Mustard? No. Although, I guess if you had enough mustard, you could stop traffic. I I mean, I wouldn't drive. Big and yellow and legally stop traffic. What is it, John? Well, it's a school bus. Of course it is. And an event later this month will give the public a chance to get behind the wheel and drive one. How Public Schools will be hosting a Try It Out Day Thursday, July 28th from 5 to 7 p.m. Try it out. Here's a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it will allow, allow attendees to experience driving a school bus and learn about becoming a bus driver. The event will be held in the parking lot on the north side of Howell High School. Howell Public Schools is looking to hire additional bus drivers and substitute drivers for the upcoming year. Individuals do not need a commercial driver's license to try out driving a bus at the event. Howell bus drivers and trainers will be available to discuss what it's like to have a career as a bus driver and share the process of obtaining a CDL. How public school bus drivers receive paid training, a signing bonus, a work schedule aligned to the school calendar, and can elect to receive benefits and a wage starting between $18.87 and $21.22 per hour. To learn more about the benefits, you can go to beabusdriver.org. And you'll find that link on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And of course, when, when, is, when is that coming up? That's coming up July 28th, Thursday, July, July 28th. 28th. Maybe we should go drive the bus. I know you played a bus driver in a former play you were in. In bus stop. Pardon me. Yeah, and it was called bus stop. It was called bus stop. And the thing I was is, Carl the bus driver. <laughs> he'd grab the handle and open yeah. up the door. Right. Welcome to Carl's bus. <laughs> so... There was a little romance you know, that went in that uh, play, as I remember. Well, yeah, you can imagine the romance surrounding bus drivers. Um, <laughs> bus drivers make better lovers. Well, you can read it on a bumper sticker. Let's somewhere. ask our friend Madonna. 
<laughs> Don't forget her and her friend Suzanne yes. uh, are Howl bus drivers, and they, they showed up for the Summer Splash Party. They have their Summer Splash Party t-shirts to prove it. Yes, they do. Thanks Maybe they'll them. wear them on the school bus. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers <laughs> bringing you this time around our local news. Uh, from downtown Brighton, of course, they're a big part of A Taste of Brighton coming up this weekend. Involved in the community, very honest when it comes to their businesses and uh, professionalism as well as exquisite merchandise. As as we've been seeing throughout our podcast, the giveaways that uh, Mark and Barb Binkley have come up with to team up with us for. And that's happening this Friday, too. Uh, they pride themselves on offering something special for everybody. Recognize customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business. They offer a unique uh, mix of exceptional jewelry, quality, value, very warm environment. Stop on by and see them today. They have great offerings from Simon G, Zagani, and they can custom design something special for you or that loved one. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers on Main Street in downtown Brighton, your first and last and only stop for that perfect one-of-a-kind keepsake. See them today online at cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com. Now, many people recognize me as a techie. I don't like to brag about <laughs> oh, yeah. my, my technical Take knowledge. Take it from me. Very technical over <laughs> yes. here. So, we present today's tech moment and see if this is something for you. Okay. <laughs> Carmaker BMW, which right. John and I, big well, Beamer God, drivers. Yeah, of course, we have matching <laughs> Beamers. <laughs> Yes. Beamer is something from Star Trek in our book. But uh, BMW has announced a new plan where you can subscribe to monthly subscriptions for getting your seats heated. So, you know, something in your regular car that right. may have heated seats that you paid for. Right, right. Now you can subscribe to it for just 18 bucks a month and say, hey, I want to have my car have heated seats. And they'll turn on the heating system for oh, you this for is eighteen bucks a, bad, this is a bad, month. This is bad. This <laughs> is not good. They've tried it in other markets, like Korea, and it really hasn't worked out so well. But no. they're thinking of bringing it to the states. No. So instead of just eighteen bucks a month, <laughs> like like you're ordering cable, we subscribe to everything else. You can do a, a year long oh. subscription oh, yeah. for an extra one. I think it's one hundred eighty dollars. Oh, is that all? Three years for three hundred bucks. Oh, is that How it? How about that for heated oh. seats? How about this? I pay enough pants. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I pay enough freaking money for this car. I just want it to be. I do not want the car makers to be able to turn on and off options in the car so after I buy it. They're not stopping there. Twelve bucks a month if you not. want your steering wheel heated. <laughs> okay. No. Forty-two dollars uh, a month to access adaptive cruise control. Oh. So what happens? Okay, adaptive cruise control. Two hundred sixty-five right. bucks a month if you want your iPhone to connect. Okay. So all right, let's imagine right. you're driving down the freeway. You've got your adaptive cruise control on. You got your iPhone plugged in because it's giving you, uh, you know, Matt. You got uh, your ways on right. and it's giving you directions. Let's say you forgot to pay the bill. That <laughs> you're going down the freeway, hurling at the freeway, eighty miles an hour. And the adaptive cruise control. I'm sorry. It, it, nope. Time's up. You're screwed. Time's up. It just flashes on Suddenly the screen. Like, oh my god. You're screwed. You're lost. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Oh, do you want your brakes to work? I'm sorry. 
your braking package is just twelve dollars a month to have your brakes work. Uh, maybe, maybe forty-five bucks a month for the windows to automatically roll down if somebody farts in the car. This sounds like a mafia racket to me. Oh, that's a nice car so, you have. It'd be a shame if uh, you know, the headlights stopped working in the middle of the night. Well, they do have automatic headlights turned on that uh, will will cost you oh, a few the, extra the bucks. The daylights, I hate those things. A couple extra I'm bucks sorry. for that. So, so yeah, on top of that uh, right. huge car payment, there's extra things you can buy oh. per month. That's why I am trading in my Beamer. Oh, are you now? I don't have yeah. one to trade in, but if I did, I would. All right. So here's the thing about heated seats and heated steering wheels. Yeah. I think they're ridiculous. Well, my wife has heated until seats I, in one of our vehicles. Until I got my new car, which yeah. has a heated seat. <laughs> <laughs> steering wheel. I'm like, are they leather well, or pleather? This is, is kind of nice. Yeah, my, my buns are nice I like and toasted. This. This All of a sudden, my ass is really hot right now, and I'm sweating. <laughs> my hands are nice and warm, mate. <laughs> this is nice. So I mocked it. Until I had until you had it. Now I'm like, sure. oh, this is quite a, this is quite. A, this is I'm I like quite this. the hot shot. Well, yes, this is what I'm you are. A hot butt, actually. <laughs> the only time my butt is hot is yes. when my <laughs> the seat's on, on the seat. Other than that, no. So, would you subscribe to having no. a hot butt? No, I don't like that. Hot I don't like buttons. that idea at all. Although it's interesting. I mean, that's one of the things that uh, with the, you know these new uh, with you know the new generation of cars and EVs and and you know they're talking about uh, you know autonomous vehicles. Yeah. Of course, you know, these vehicles that'll drive themselves and they're worried about cybersecurity if someone could hack into your vehicles. And one right. of the things that was has come up is... You could really turn up the heat on your butt. Do you hack into that? <laughs> how long is the automaker responsible for your cybersecurity? If you, when you talk about autonomous vehicles, which are coming, I mean, there's they're investing right. hundreds of billions of dollars. It's happening. So how long is the automaker responsible for providing you cybersecurity on your autonomous vehicle. So let's say you buy the car, you finance it for five years. You know, it's like any other thing, like your drivetrain is, you know, only has this many miles. So what happens when your cybersecurity runs out? It's such an integral part of the safety of the vehicle because somebody could hack well, into the vehicle. You're getting all serious on this I'm now. Just I was just talking about hot bonds and, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and your beam. I'm pointing it out, though. That sure. The things that we're not going to solve that Are you saying I'm a drag? Is that what you're saying? Kind of. We'll get to our uh, first. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the answer to last night's TNT, our Tuesday night trivia question, in just a little while. Right. Uh, so right now, uh, we're going to talk to a woman uh, in Fowlerville, Leticia Spagnolo, uh, who we did a news story about this a few weeks ago. Uh, tragic story: her her beloved dog Pearl was uh, attacked and, and and later died from her injuries uh, by uh, a, a very a, large a, bull 200, mastiff. Well, two 100 pound bull mastiffs yeah. that were running loose. One of them jumped into her yard. Uh, she's looking to make some changes in state law and so we're going to talk with her uh, about the about that story Hi. and and what she hopes will come out of it. So uh, Hi, is this Leticia? Yes, it is. Hi Leticia, it's Mike and John from Mike and John got it going on. How are you guys doing today? Thank you for calling me. We're, we're doing well, and uh, we, we thought we'd let you tell the story of Pearl first, and then uh, the steps you're taking to try and make some law changes. Okay, certainly. I'll be more than happy to do that. So, um, on Saturday, May 28th at 9 p.m., I let my two Yorkies out to go to the bathroom, and we have like an enclosed porch that has a doggy door so they can come in and out. So at night, I only give them five minutes because there's been coyotes spotted in Fowlerville. Yeah. So at 9.05, I went out to bring them in. And the little one, Minnie, she was on the porch barking hysterically. And I'm like, boy, that's a lot of character, what's going on. 
So then I looked down, and there was a bull mastiff that had my dog Pearl, and Pearl only weighs 10 pounds, on the ground eating her. Like, he was chewing on her like she was a chew toy or a bone. So without thinking, and this is not the smartest thing I've ever done in the world, I ran down off of the porch, and I grabbed the dog from behind, and he, he got my left pinky and tore it. Wow. But I was able to pull him off of Pearl. And then the neighbor came out, thank goodness, and she's like, you've got to let that dog out of your fence. You've got to get rid of him because he's going to get you. And I'm like, um, I'm going to put him on the outside of the fence, but I'm going to tie it him to the fence so that he can't go do anything to anybody else. Anybody else excuse me. And at that point in time, Pearl was on the ground lifeless, and I thought she was dead. So I went over to see her, and she actually came back. So I went, picked her up, ran into the house, and I called my sister because I needed somebody to take me to MSU with her right away. And as I'm calling my sister, I see the owner of the dog driving down the road, and he stops, and he gets out of his car, and I go out to go you know, tell him, you know, don't take that dog because the police need to come and get that dog because it, it, it's dangerous. It needs to be confiscated. And he comes, he's like flicking ashes at me from a cigarette, me and the neighbor lady. And Classic. then he just comes and gets his dog, doesn't so much as say, I'm sorry or anything. And at that point in time, I had to rush Pearl to MSU. I didn't even know that I was bitten at this time because I had so much of Pearl's blood on me. It wasn't until I got to MSU and I went to go wash my hands that I found the tear on my finger. And so at that point in time, uh, the Fallerville police came up to Michigan State to take pictures of the wound. And I'm like, well, are you going to confiscate this dog? And he's like, I can't do that. It's going to be back with the owners. We don't have the ability. We have to get a court order in order to have this dog confiscated. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up that my brother brought up over the weekend, because this was Labor Day, or excuse me, Memorial Day weekend, was these people live next door to a school bus stop. And there was going to be school on Tuesday. So, and then, unfortunately, Pearl, you tried all these you, you you know you tried your best as any anyone as, uh, of our beloved furry friends would do. We 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 try and and you know do what we can to to save them. You did. Unfortunately, Pearl passed away a couple days later. Um, despite she passed all, away yeah. on Memorial Day that Monday, and then <clears throat> on Tuesday I was contacting Animal Control and uh, the t- Chief Tyler, who is the Fallerville uh, Police Chief to find out what could be done about this dog. And they were talking about how it could take months to get the dog surrendered and by a court order to actually confiscate the dog. So they were able to go over that day and have the owners voluntarily put that dog to sleep. And because I had been bitten, the dog's rabies shots had expired in March of this year. So it had to be sent for rabies testing. Right. And that takes time, too. Yes. You know, and so in this case, I guess we're fortunate that the owner did agree to put the dog down. What would happen if the owner had said, no, I'm not going to do that? They, we would have had to go and get what's called a show cause and go before a judge to actually have that dog ordered to be taken away. Because in Michigan, and I think most states, dogs are considered property. So right. the police just cannot come in and take your dog away from you. So according to Chief Tyler, he told me that if they had not agreed to it, it could have been six months or more before wow. the dog 
was able to be taken in by animal control. But I guess you know, here's the thing that I in, in, that I find interesting about this uh, the situation uh -huh. is that like you said the dog is property, and so obviously we don't want the police or any government uh, agent or in, uh, you know representative to come in and just take your property. I mean, the right of uh -huh. private property is is important, uh, and, and nobody wants to see that violated. But in, in a situation in which someone's been attacked, you, I mean, the dog did injure you uh, as yes. a person. It also attacked and ultimately killed your beloved Pearl. Yes. Um, and, and in a situation like that, if I attacked you, if I attacked your dog and, and killed it, for whatever they, reason, they would take they you would away. take me away without <laughs> without without even thinking about it. So and, and, exactly, yeah. And that's so it's kind of the way that I've been kind of trying to present this is that we're trying to get the ability for the police to be able to arrest dangerous dogs. Right, right. And 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 you you met with uh, Bob Bazat. Yes, to I discuss did. this. I, I met with him on this Monday, July 11th. I met with him and his chief of staff, Cindy Denby, and they're they're receptive to the idea. So they're going to do some research on it and see what's going on. I, I've also looked into it in Pennsylvania right now is trying to update their dog laws so that they're more modernized. And the dangerous dog is part of it because, and again, I, I'm not any type of a lawyer, but I think that this is a problem that's not just in Michigan. This is like everywhere the dogs are considered property. And unless you can get the owner to agree to surrender them, you have to go through a court process. Right. You know, uh, and so there's some specific things that you were looking to have change in the current law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was two things I know that you were talking One was about having negligent dog owner laws changed so owners are held criminally and financially liable for the damages. Correct. Because right now the only recourse that you have it to get, like I have $10,000 worth of vet bills for Pearl that I'll probably right. never get back. And if it was put on as criminal then the owners, it would be part of, like, their... Um, it would be their liability, their right? Yeah. yeah, correct, correct. And they would not be able to go, like, bankrupt on it or not pay it. It would have to, you know, it would be part right. of the actual criminal case, so those fines would actually be paid. And it's kind of like my thought is if I went and, and vandalized something, it would be criminal, and then my charges would have to be put on, right? you know, as part of my criminal thing. So I don't understand why that's not done because... Right now, as I said, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm probably, like I said, I'm going to be out of all that money. But, I mean, I would have paid a million dollars for Pearl, no questions asked. But it just seems not right to me that we weren't doing anything wrong. And we have now these huge bills and my dog is gone. Right. Yeah. The other thing that was interesting in the course of, you know, uh, looking into what happened and finding out more about these dogs, you found out that this was not the first time Correct. that this dog had done something to a person. Correct. Actually, because of your podcast, because you guys were the first ones to put the story out there, a gentleman contacted me, and in April of 2021, he was actually violently attacked by that dog as well. And I, he sent me pictures of his bite wounds, and he had several bite wounds and a gigantic gash on his hand, and he said the dog was actually hanging on to his arm, and he could not get it off. And he had his two twin girls with him that were two years old, and I don't know if those that dog was trying to get them or what exactly happened with that but i'm like thank goodness he did not get uh his his girls because that would have just been horrible now did he did he file a report he said he did and then nothing was done other than tickets and i was told wow. that night by the federal police when i was at msu that that a ticket was all this person was going to get that was before animal control I actually came that they could get a show cause 
to get the dog taken away. Yeah. But again, you're right. going through all that. And then he, you know, he, uh, the defendant's like, he was never reimbursed for any of his injuries. Well, so you, he was out of pocket. You'd like to think, and I, I know this is uh, kind of crazy, but you'd like to think that somebody who's a pet owner or a dog owner, or whether it's a dog or any other animal, if it attacks another human or, or another pet, that you're like, okay, this dog is not to be a pet. It needs to, it needs to be put down. Um, but obviously this uh, particular owner had had no inclination of doing anything like that. Yeah. No, no, and I don't think that they would have that day that, I, I honestly do not think that they were expecting that animal control and the Fallerville police were going to come and actually be so insistent upon them putting this dog to sleep. Right. Because I yeah. don't think they were expecting anything more than a ticket. And, yeah. and this dog, in my opinion, when I saw what had happened to the gentleman that, got in touch with me i'm like i don't know why that dog wasn't put down and then exactly or at least taken into custody so to speak and 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 you know uh, isolated you know uh you 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 bring up you 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 written a a letter explaining all this and you bring up something i think a lot of people have forgotten about it was 15 years ago back in 2007 when two individuals were killed by uh, dogs that were on the loose yes. right in the Fowlerville area as, in, as a matter yes. of fact. And I asked for township. Yes. In that case, I honestly, at that point in time, my sister and I were talking about this because she was actually a nurse at the hospital when this all happened. And she's like, I thought that those laws had been changed. Right. Because yeah. I know that those dogs, those particular dogs, I know had been running loose multiple times. I don't know if they'd had any attacks before that, but even, you know, running loose, if you have a dog that's continuously running loose, maybe that dog needs to be taken, impounded, and new owners found for right. it. You can't take care well, of it. Right. You know, we, we, we had a dog that was uh, a rescue that, that used to run like crazy. And we ended, we went through dog training and ended up uh, getting the elect, uh, electric fence just to keep them in the yard. Because, you know, there are certain dogs that aren't as controllable as others. So, but but that's on the that's on the pet owner. You know, you got to take responsibility yes. if you want to have these these types of pets. So, you know, this this uh, particular gentleman, he he certainly uh, didn't want to own up to what his responsibilities were as just being a, a good neighbor. You know, nope, not at all. And he, these dogs, they have been an issue because he had he had three of them, and at one point in time, they actually, I want to say, were breeding dogs there because we'd see a lot of puppies there. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what was going on with that, but um, he had three dogs. He still has two dogs, and they're still living next to the school bus stop. Right. So, yeah. So, right. We should point that out. Exactly. Only one of the dogs was actually put down. Uh, the other two are still there. And, and you know, I know a lot of people will get into issues about, uh, you know, bully breeds and things like that. And I, 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 I think any dog can be... And and this, what we're trying to do is we're not, this is no type of a breed ban. Right. This is going to cover, if you have a chihuahua, because I've had little... I have a chihuahua. (laughs) Yeah, a chihuahua or a Great Dane, it is not, we are not, it applies to everybody. Because I just want to make sure that everyone understands that because I'm like, I hold the owners accountable for what happens with the dogs. I don't blame the dogs. Absolutely. These are they're, they're, they're animals, exactly. and 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 the fact that they're property. I mean, I guess I look at the law like this, and I'm I'm no legal scholar, but it would seem like okay, if you're going to say that the pet is property, which you're right, that's what they're considered. If it's my property, 
I have to be responsible for it. Exactly. Uh, you know, um, I cannot just be like, well, it's my property. You, you, you know, I have all these rights, but I have what? Zero responsibility. No. Exactly. And that's a very good point, John, because it's like everybody has rights, but they don't want to have the responsibilities. Did, uh, did you get any timeline from uh, Bob Bazat on um, when things may move forward or if things are going to move forward? They're going to start looking at it right now, as I'm sure you guys know, that it's it's a lame duck session because right. the election's coming up in November. So hopefully um, he said that they were going to look into it. He did not give me a specific time frame. He just let me know that because of the election and everything, there's only like two weeks that they're actually going to be doing any work. <laughs> as, as we all know, it's, it's election time. So, um, but they did say they were going to look into it and I will continue to follow up with right. them because I'm not going to just, you know, I'm not going to go away. Yeah, you know, the thing about lame duck sessions is it's you're right. In one sense, kind of the legislative process kind of grinds to a halt. But I think with a bill like this, I would like to think that you would see some sort of unanimous idea that, you know, this is a good idea. Maybe we should do this. Maybe in an odd way, this is something that could could sneak through in a lame duck session. And I'm hoping, I'm going to keep my yeah. fingers crossed on that, because the one thing that I, I told them is that they were going to look at what other states have done. And I know, as I said, Pennsylvania, I had found an article about Pennsylvania changing their dog laws. As we speak, they have a bill that's in there, especially addressing a dangerous dog. Okay. I said, maybe Michigan could be the first. Maybe we don't right. have to look and see what other states have done. Maybe Michigan can just be the first one that does something, and well, then other states can follow us. Right. I, I guess in this era of, you know, highly partisan, you know, divided, uh, you know, vitriol in our politics, it'd be nice to see if uh, some lawmakers could stand up and say, you know what, we're going to get this done because this is common sense and this benefits everybody. Let Shut up, Mike. You said common and, sense. And, <laughs> and, you know, I, mean, I would hope to see that somebody could just get this done. It would be so nice if they could just do that. And I mean, and I know that there is just so much divisiveness out there right now with everything. And I would hope, like you said, that people can just see that this is common sense. I'm not, you know, trying to take away anybody's rights to own dog. I just want people to be responsible right. so that this doesn't right. happen to anybody again. Right. No, I think that's, I think it's ultimately uh, what most of us could, could see, you know, uh, put ourselves in that position where, like I said, the, the dogs, you know, pets, whether dogs or not, they're, they're part of our family. I mean, they're loved yes. ones and we love them. And uh, we can only imagine to have been put in a situation like you were with Pearl. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. and, well, and, and, and putting yourself between the two right. dogs, right. too. That, yes. that put you said, in danger. That was not the smartest thing I have ever done because it very well could have been me yeah. that dog was just nasty. But you know, I I didn't have time to think. Right. It was just it was a reaction, and right. luckily I was not hurt worse. Exactly. I think a lot of us would think about that. We'd like We'd to think probably at least do the same thing. Same you know, thing. it's it's just uh, a gut reaction. Yeah. So you know, um, but, but uh, well, keep us posted on yeah. the, the progress I, on well, this. And, you know, and I just want to say thank you guys so much because you were the first ones that took my petition and got it out there, and that got people contacting me. And, you know, I, I love you guys. I've been listening to you for a long time, and I, I love both of you. And, you know, God bless you both for being so kind to me, and I will keep you both posted. So thank you so yeah. much for your time. No, Sounds of course. Good, We're happy to tell your story, and, yeah, let us know uh, if and when things move forward. I will keep you guys posted as soon as I hear anything. But you guys have a great day, and, again, thank you so much right. for taking my story and being the first ones. And, you know, thank you. God bless you both. All right. All right. Thanks, Absolutely. Leticia. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Bye. Bye-bye.
Right. Well, hopefully something good will come out of that. It'd be nice, you know, you know wouldn't it, though? Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, all right. Uh, Firehouse Doors, they have been serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. A family-owned business, they strive to treat each customer like family. Firehouse Doors, veteran-owned, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, and they're your one-stop shop, residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And, of course, every week we pick out a name out of our laundry bin, I mean our drawing bin. Yes, it's an official <laughs> drawing bin. For a free garage door tune-up. No complete, dirty underwear or no, socks have been in this no, bin. No, not at all. Uh, with, uh, that's kind of gross now that you brought that <laughs> up. Uh, anyway, uh, free garage door tune-up, complete lubrication, 12-point inspection, any minor adjustments. It's a no-obligation offer. Plus, you get the TPC card. That's 10% off all future garage door needs for life. And our winner... Yes, we have a winner, John. Congratulations uh -oh. to our winner. Uh-oh. Who is it? You going to tell us? Huh. Oh, you want me to tell well, them? Yeah, they would like to Sue know. Copeland. Congratulations, okay. Sue. Susan right. Copeland. All right, Sue Copeland. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. Yes, TPC the TPC club. club. We'll put you in the TPC pile yes. over here. Uh, so uh, again, Firehouse Doors. Give oh, them a call. We got a pile of winners over there. <laughs> that's the club. Oh, that's, that is the that's club. Clubhouse. We got to teach Susan the handshake it's off camera so they can just that's imagine right. what it is. It's a big clubhouse. <laughs> it's a club. It's yeah. a club over there. <laughs> Okay. I like so, town club. Congratulations to Sue. <laughs> Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. The Kit Kat Club. <laughs> that's you know a different Kit Kat Club. That's a different club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our, uh, our trivia question from last night, TNT Trivia. The question read like this. 42% of women say this is the number one thing they look for in a potential date. What is it? Okay. Equality. Well, yeah. Now, do we really mean equality when it comes to the date? No. <laughs> Are we gonna if if let's just say yeah. You gentleman asks the lady out, and it comes time to pay the bill. Do you split it fifty fifty plus the tip? That's equality. Right. So be well, careful. Uh, right. Well, I mean, but, but, but some it, women. For me, if I ask a woman out, it, well, I wouldn't do it now because I've been married for thirty well, that years. That would be a problem. That would not be yes. a good thing. But <laughs> when I was dating, if I asked someone out, I would pay for the date. Well, sure. I wouldn't say, uh, that's, hey, that's, hey, don't that, forget your checkbook. That, <laughs> that that's the standard. Yes. The, you, the guy I don't know. Times have changed, day. John. I don't know. Nowadays, I don't it think might they've be, changed that much. I you think know, most. Hey, guys can you hit still, me up? I, you know, pay half on Venmo. Right. You know, <laughs> you know I, I don't know. Maybe so. uh, you're right. I okay, that I was not the right answer. I haven't anyway. dated in a while. No, it was at least a couple of years. I <laughs> so the next is single. They have to be single well, for that would potential yeah, that would be, Okay, Mister, I have just dated yeah. a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, nice teeth and clean fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have both. Got a set of baseline. What, what if you have a little? <laughs> got a set of teeth with well, the, with the fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's clean cut. Sure. So, so being a little scruffy, not necessarily right. uh, a yeah. good thing. Has a sense of humor. Right. Clean or decent shoes from Beth. Uh, I, I can understand I, that. I think it's interesting that you focus right in on the shoes, you know. Yeah. Um, well. Because. Let's face it. If a guy comes, if, they're, if the shoes look a little shoddy. Chances are they smell kind of funky, too. Well, that's the thing. Or, you know. I mean, wouldn't you have date shoes? 
Maybe it's you know I, to be considered a date. So you're, you're looking at him, you go, well, he dresses kind of sharp, I, and those are nice shoes. I almost exclusively wear tennis shoes. He's got big right? feet, and I I tried to negotiate for my wedding that I could wear tennis shoes with the didn't, tuxedo. Didn't quite happen, and I lost that yeah. negotiation, which was a prediction of how the rest of this marriage was going to go. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Love you, honey. Actually, the negotiation. Actually, when I think about it, the shoes. I did have to wear dress shoes. She's like, no, no tennis shoes with the tuxedo, there, fella. Uh, well, nowadays, but they didn't have to wear a tie. Yeah, I got, I got the tuxedo without the tie, so I was happy with that. <laughs> I took what I could get. Glad you're happy about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, how they treat others. Yeah, having a job. That's well, yeah, our, our good, good friend job. Brandon, who usually chimes in with some inappropriate answer, says, "I'm a scared to say." <laughs> That's so, a good thing, Brandon. That, Thank we're, you. We're glad. Be scared. Uh, Sue Ellen says, "Manners, sure. good sense of humor, right? Not a homebody." That would be kind of a lame date. <laughs> um, well, you know, if you 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 want somebody that you want come to over do stuff. and watch me play video games, uh, uh, I'm a gamer. Yeah. Uh, love of animals, right? Could show that he's compassionate. So we did not get the correct answer, no, right? No, we didn't. Yeah. The uh, 42% of women say someone who is taller than they are hmm. would be a potential date. So they don't want a short guy. Or they want... Vertically challenged. Or they could be... That doesn't, or they could be the same, same height, height, but somebody who's taller. They, they want somebody a little well, taller. You know, tall guys. Yeah. 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 So it's, we're, we're pretty is, tall. Is five, As you can see, is five, seven I, tall I'm much or? taller than John. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Look how much taller you are. You're at least a foot taller than me in that drawing. So, but which brings up something, by the way, as well. Uh, yes. Uh, yesterday, I had said that our listener in Madrid had said we needed a new poster. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So we changed out. You took Rocky home. That had been up for a while. He's, said, in, oh, my, he's in my car still, if you oh, want. Is he? Okay. I carry Rock with me yeah, wherever exactly. I go. Hey. I forgot to take it out of the car. So a, if you want me to bring it back. There's a first date icebreaker. Yeah. Hey, I got a poster of Rocky, Rocky with What do you me. think? Where are you going? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so it, we come to find out, and I thought Michael, uh, one of our, our listeners, uh, was the guy from Madrid. And he's not. And Michael goes, because I said something on the podcast about him, and then he sent a message. He goes, why do you think I'm from Madrid? (laughs) Aren't you the guy from Madrid? He's like, no. No. And then you reminded me it was actually a different different Michael. It was Kushner. Yeah. Mary's uh, Mary's son. Right, right, right. He's the one that's in Madrid. Yeah. He's from the area, and he listens in Madrid. And I got our Madrid So where's Michael from? Around That's here. Around <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, living to I don't know. He, he might be from Spain, John. So, well, that's Madrid. I know. Yeah. And uh, as we also learned at our splash party, we have a listener in Chile. Oh, we got one in Chile, too. Yeah. Well, Chile. One that likes Chile. It's Chile. Well, it's Chile. You don't say Chile. Chile is what you Chilling out. Chile. Yeah, Chile. Chile. I'm from so, Chile. Lots of Chile and So this is, a, this is an international podcast. It, it really is. Yeah. We've gone international. Yeah. So People in Chile got, so want to know about Livingston County. We have Europe. First of all, we have North America. All right. Yeah. We have Europe and we have South America. Now. It's like we're on tour. It's your job to find us a listener. You're the listeners. You get out there and do this for us. Yes. We need, we need somebody in Africa. How about France? We need. Well, that's Europe. Oh, we I'm, I'm the, talking continents. Oh, you want? Yeah. Oh, now you're going. Continental. I'm just going continental. Like we're, a breakfast. Okay, so we're so we're global. Okay. So we've got South America covered with Chile. <laughs> Chile. <laughs> with Chile. We've got North America because that's where we're at. And uh, <laughs> oh, we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about Shh. South America? Well, that's Chile. 
Okay. Yeah. Then Europe, we've got, because of Madrid. Okay. All right, because that's in Spain. All right. And uh, now we need somebody in Africa. We need somebody in Asia. We need somebody in Antarctica. And Alaska. <laughs> and and oh, somebody in, in Australia. Okay. We what about Canada? Canada? Do we need any Canadians? Well, that's so going to count that in I mean, We could take a Canadian, uh, I okay. suppose. We'll let him in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a Canadian I'll for take a two. Canadian. All right. <laughs> so we're working on that to build uh, our international Well, yes. yes. And, and soon we'll be multilingual on this show. You'll see translations, <laughs> right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Why not? This is our interpreter, uh, okay. Siri. <laughs> okay, we have our two-cent history yes. lesson. Yes. And, hey, did we tell you about our wet t-shirt contest we have coming we're up on Friday? We're having a wet t-shirt contest? A wet t-shirt contest. All right. Downtown Brighton during a taste of Brighton. What tastes better and says we have good taste yeah. than having a wet t-shirt contest? Now, let's explain. Mike will be in the dunk tank on Friday, July 15th from 4 till 5 p.m. That's uh, benefiting Ark Livingston. Right. right. Now, everyone who shows up on Friday at the Taste of Brighton, from four till five. If you can dunk Mike. Yep. Cost you five dollars right. for three balls. Right. Or the uh the smash and smash splash. splash. <laughs> smash and splash. You come up and you hit the you can just run yeah. up and hit the target and dunk me. You right. get me wet, you get the t-shirt. Right. That's our wet t-shirt. Yeah, summer splash t-shirt. Now, for everyone, we're gonna be streaming this live on our Facebook page. Summer splash party continues. That's right. For everyone who donates to Ark Livingston during the live stream. Will uh, get. You'll be qualified. They'll be qualified in a drawing, say. right? For a drawing for a three hundred dollar gift card from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. So you win either way. It's a win win. It is a win win. And Ark Livingston wins. So too. here's how you maximize your winning. Maximize. All right, here's what you do. You show up and right. you pay the twenty bucks to just splash Mike. You get your shirt. Boom. You're a winner. You got I your get shirt. Wet, you get the shirt. Then you get out your phone. All right, and you go. Onto the stream, and then you donate there too. Yes. All right, and then you're in the drawing for the three hundred dollar gift card. Look at that! It's a win 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 all the way for Mike and John's wet T-shirt contest. And <laughs> Don John Bright. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Each I don't time. know if everybody out no. in Brighton is going to be happy about this no, wet no, T-shirt contest. It, 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 Mike gets but, wet, you get a T-shirt. I mean, right. that's basically what that's we're talking what about. Yeah, to, yeah, so. All right, but if you want to show up in a wet T-shirt, that's, no, that's uh, up to you. It's no, going to be no, nice, not, sunny. No, no, don't show up. In and a whatever you want it's it's come as you are. No. Okay. Yep. No. D don't tell people to come as they are. Have you met people before? <laughs> I have met people before. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. So our two cent history lesson today, July thirteenth. Yes. Today is Barber Shop Music Appreciation Day. <laughs> what? My sweet, my Ad sweet Adeline. My sweet Adeline. So did you know that Sweet Adeline is? What? It was a person and it became a group. Oh. And the song is about that. I didn't know my that. My sweet Adeline. There's actually, hold on, let me let me pull this up. This this goes in deep, so you learn a little extra in the uh, history lesson today. Oh, um, we're all about deep. We are. <laughs> uh, tell them about the wet t-shirt contest again. Why I pulled this up? <laughs> Not my wet t-shirt. No, no. Okay, hold on. You're in the tank. We're, we're getting. If they there. dunk you and get. And they right, get a free t-shirt. That's that. Yeah. Oh, I got to go to the top of the top of the page the for this yeah. info. Um, That's how that works. Okay. Um, Yes, it's a day to relax and enjoy the sweet voices of the Sweet Adelines or a barbershop quartet. Edna Mae Anderson of Tulsa, Oklahoma, invited some women over to her house to sing on July 13, 1945. Wow. Their husbands were members of the Society for the Preservation 
and encouragement of barbershop quartet singing in America. That's the S-P-E-B-S-Q-S-A. <laughs> it just rolls so off the tongue. The ladies wanted to participate in the singing fun and enjoyment. Well, sure. Why shouldn't and they be thus, able to? The Sweet Adelines were born. There you go. Now we now know. you know a little bit yeah. more about Sweet Adeline. All right. It's Embrace Your Geekness Day. We do that every day. You certainly do. Wait, what? National Beans and Franks Day. Hmm. <laughs> beans and Franks. Beans awesome. and Frank yeah. and Beans. Watch your Beans and Franks. And yeah. it's National French Fry Day. I know Olga's is giving away curly fries right. today. There's, I think there's if, some restaurants. Yeah, other restaurants. Uh, you know, doing some, to, yeah, some Irish chain McDonald's. It's so Irish. It's yes, yeah, it's old McDonald's. Irish, he had a Irish some cuisine, all of a filet of fish, you know, that <laughs> Irish classic. Sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> it was on this day in 1836. U.S. patent number one was granted. It's for locomotive wheels. No. Oh. Locomotive wheels. That was patent number one. Wait, However, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wasn't that a Jethro Tull album? <laughs> <laughs> locomotive wheel. No, yeah, that was yeah. locomotive breath. Oh, I'm sorry. You got train got breath. It. I'm sorry. So it was. Yeah. However, it was just number one. But there right. were like 9,957 unnumbered patents issued before that. Oh. They finally decided. Okay, we're going to start numbering these. We things. need to number these. Yeah. So the ones beforehand. There is a box back there. Uh, You got to thumb through the papers. And you can imagine at some point somebody like, hey, maybe we should number these. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. That one have a number on it? We got to look that up. Right. Horace Greeley, in 1865, advised his New York Tribune readers, go west, young man. Get the hell out of the Big Apple. It would be that way. Are you sure? Yeah, that's west. Okay, that's north. That's I don't know. We're in a basement with no windows. I know, so but I, I, I think know. I know that that's west. Right. It was on this day in 1922, high heel shoes were introduced. Oh. And the guys look great wearing them. Well, yeah. I don't know. You know what? Something tells me, and I don't know, but something tells me that high heels were made for men to begin with. I don't, Why don't you look that up while we're so. talking? Well, no. You said 1928? 1922. High-heeled shoes were introduced. I'm sure that was for women. 1985. Well, in the 70s, guys were on. That's what I'm saying. By then, you know, you know, but but maybe you know, short guys who were hoping to get a potential date with 42 percent of women lifts, but those aren't high-heeled shoes. Got your high-heeled sneakers, your low-neck sweater. Nineteen eighty-five. You better get on home, Loretta. <laughs> you know, Dad is waiting for you. Live Aid in nineteen eighty-five, an international rock concert in London happened. Yes. Also, Philadelphia, Moscow, yeah, right. and Sydney, Australia, to raise money for Africa's starving people. Remember right. Live Aid? I do. And that was where Queen had their uh, penultimate performance, and Zeppelin got back together. Nineteen ninety, an angler in Canada. That's a fisherman. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, reportedly landed the world's largest salmon, 72 pounds. That's a lot of salmon. salmon. Yeah. So, Dad, what's for dinner? Well, we're going to McDonald's to get filet of fish because I released the salmon back into the river. (laughs) Believe me, filet of fish is not made with salmon. (laughs) (laughs) It's made with fish lips. Fish lips and scales (laughs) all grinded Uh together. And finally, also in 1990, is that angler in Canada... Threw back the fish. That angler. <laughs> the world's first heart and liver transplant patient, a 13-year-old boy, 
was taken to meet the new kids on the block backstage. Uh, 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 that, oh. It's two cent history lesson for today. Wow, that's I'm quite a little uh, something. Yeah. So the first uh, they were made shoes. for women. Yeah. They were made for yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. Probably kind of clunky. I would imagine. I would imagine. You know, it was nineteen twenty-two. Okay. Clunk, clunk. By the way, uh, about our wet T-shirt contest. Yes. It, it's called the slam dunk. Yeah. So when you pay twenty bucks, you right. can just go up slam and push it, the and slam I get dunked. It. So if you so, show up Friday, July fifteenth, to the Arc Dunk Tank at the Taste of Brighton, where our wet T-shirt contest is going on. <laughs> if you pay twenty dollars for the slam dunk, you get to slam dunk Mike into the tank. Therefore, I'm wet. And you get a free T-shirt. That's right. So anyone who dunks Mike between four and five will get a free T-shirt, and anyone who donates online through Arc Livingston, and we'll have that in our live feed. They'll be put into a drawing for a $300 gift card from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. It's a good thing you remember to mention that yeah. here in the show. Hey, did you tell them about our wet tea? <laughs> <laughs> These, by the way, are limited edition Mike and John Summer Splash Party t-shirts. While supplies yes. last. Yes. So we might also have a few. It. We might also have a few of us with us on Friday morning. If one of us remembers to bring them well, we'll to Uptown them. Coffee. We're going to be at Uptown Coffee House in downtown Howell around 730-ish. We'll get things underway. Stop on by. We get to sleep in. It'll be our splash of coffee, as yes. you so wittily put it. Yes, put bri- it. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, brilliantly. It's kind of brilliant. Oh, it's better sorry. than wittily. <laughs> wittily. <laughs> wittily. <laughs> You're right, brilliantly. <clears throat> hey, before we wrap up the show, yeah. I think we ought to go for a blast from the past. Well, we're, we're going to do that in the. Uh, we're going to do that as the. Uh, are we doing that post show? Yeah, that's post show. Oh, it's that's post That's exclusive post show. I'm sorry. I... So, for the people that are listening podcast wise, you have to now go back. Find the YouTube or the Facebook video to see this special yeah. now, post show. Before we get to the post show, we want to remind everybody about our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. We have a website? We do. Huh. And you can go there and you can check out the latest news stories. Right. You can check out uh, some of our old podcasts. Go back to episode one on season one mm. as we're officially into season two. You only have yeah. 100 to catch, out, catch yeah, up on. Yeah, you can catch up. Yeah, Our friend like, Todd said he caught up. Yeah, you get caught up and yeah. you see how things were in the early days. Oh, back in the early days, you know, <laughs> four months ago. 100 episodes ago <laughs> so. <laughs> in season one. Yeah. So get caught up on season one. You can uh, yeah. do so on our, our Binge Facebook it. page. Here's what I would do. Yeah, I would, popcorn. Uh, right. It's stock and supplies. You can take a break on Friday between right. four and five if you want. So come out you, and see if us. you want, if you there, are, you know, episodes are about an hour long. So we got about a hundred hours of material yeah, to catch you up. Knock that out no time. So four that's a, that's a four stuff. or five day binge. Yeah. Just you know, you stay up, take no dose. You might want to take a nap. Uh, we'll allow a season short one nap. episode. Yeah. 15 okay, we'll wasn't make it five great. days that we get a quick nap in <laughs> between, yeah. or well, while you're listening, and um, rate the episodes <laughs> and email us, Mike and John for the win at okay. gmail.com. Sure, let us know your favorites. Absolutely. All right. All right. So again, the website, MikeandJohnPodcast.com. Very good. It's hard to remember, but plant oh, that in. That, what do you mean that's hard? It's Mike, easy. And Mike the words, and John J O N. <laughs> not Andy. <laughs> now you're getting it hard. <laughs> Mike and John podcast.com. Right. No smooth. No H. No H in the see how easy it is. Okay. Saving on printing. By request, I am not going to wear a Speedo during the wet t-shirt contest. No Speedo. Fong, no. Probably not.